Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I've got a fantastic guest for you today, but real quick before we get to them, I have to tell you about Certified Piedmontese because this is a brand I am so excited about. In fact, I will never forget the first time I had Certified Piedmontese. The crown jewel of my initial visit to Casa Bovina was a beautiful rib cap that was so lean and tender, it was almost silky in texture. The moment that beef hit my taste buds, I was hooked. These animals are raised all natural on a network of family ranches across the Midwest, so Certified Piedmontese is able to cut out the middleman and buy directly from the source. And while I highly encourage you to check out Casa Bovina, you can savor this beef at home, too. Whether you order off Piedmontese.com or by calling one 800 414-3487, your purchase will be shipped directly to your front door. Plus, when you use my discount code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Hoppin, and I owe a major debt of gratitude to my guests today because for all the great various cuisines that Omaha has, it was previously missing one that was very that is very special, and that's Puerto Rican food. But that hole has been filled now by Ellie's Chincharo, and here to talk about it today, I have owner Ellie Burkhall and her daughter, Minnie. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, it's my pleasure. I cannot wait to dive into this food because you have made me a mofongo junkie. I'd never had it <laughs> before coming into your restaurant. And now it's like, just take those plantains, dump them in that broth, and I'm like happy for the rest of my life. But we'll get there. <laughs> First, for anyone who's watching or listening to this and they haven't had Puerto Rican food before, how would you describe the cuisine to, to someone who wants to experience it for the first time? It's a traditional Puerto Rican food. It's a, a mix of flavors, different flavors that people asking too much about. You have something spicy because I don't like spicy. I don't eat spicy. Oh, no. Puerto Rican people don't, uh, don't cook with any spicy. You want to uh, spicy in your food, we can uh, give it to you as sauce, but... We we cook, uh, we don't cook with spicy. So tasty, yeah. A lot of seasoning. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I found a I found a quote from you in a previous interview that you did, Ellie, where you said part of your goal with Ellie's Chincharo is to take customers to Puerto Rico for a couple hours, both with the food and just the environment in the restaurant. How do you do that? I love the people when the people smile when they uh, take uh, for first time they try. First, the first thing is I impress for Omaha people because Omaha people impress me because they love to try something new, and for me is impressed because I'm picky with the food, and the people know we we were looking for every weekend some uh, new restaurant or something. And I impress. Um, my goal is the the same way you say right now is a. Uh, they feel they are in Puerto Rico. They feel they are eating something traditional from Puerto Rico. And I think we we go in this rope. <laughs> when you first go in, you first see like the walls or the way that the restaurant is set up, you know, different colors or whatever. So in Puerto Rico, especially after the hurricane, when it was really bad, you know, a lot of people started painting their houses different colors. So it's really bright colors. Like 
yellow, orange, you know, pink, um, green, red, but just just bright colors, you know. So when you first come in, that's pretty much exactly what my mom and my older sister idea when it comes to the decoration was to when you go in, like if you go to Puerto Rico and then you come to the restaurant, you're like, you are not lying. It's literally just like it. And then the music and, you know, just the decoration, it's just it just brings you to Puerto Rico pretty much. So everybody, as soon as they come in, they're like, oh, my God. Like, after, I'll well, you know, after that green wall, they say, oh, my goodness, and a new uh, place here. Uh-huh. They don't imagine about that. And uh, the food, it's even better. Like, I am kind of blessed, you know, that I grew up <laughs> having this food at home. She's my daughter. I don't cook that good, but, oh, my God, like... No one cooks this good. No, Let's no ours. Yeah. No one. There was someone actually not long ago asking grandma, like, oh, does she got the food from you? You know, like the recipe or whatever. And grandma's like, oh, no, no, no. So I started laughing. Grandma's like, don't laugh. You don't cook either. Like, no, <laughs> only mom, only mom. Okay, so you didn't get that from your mom. Where where did your love for cooking and your ability to cook come from? Looking at my grandma and my auntie. Um, in my family, it's not uh, the, the, the old people say, I don't have to recipe it, just wash me and learn. And that's what I do in that time. Uh, my grandma yeah, died around 70 years ago, and I grew up with her and my auntie the most of the time. And they just cook with my grandma, half a lechonera in Puerto Rico. It's like a chinchorro, and they roast the pork every day for the people. Or like on, on like a bar type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like so a roast and just, oh. Yeah, bro, well, yeah, we have it was really good. She will make, actually, I remember she will uh, make the rice outside also as well, you know, on the, are you fogata? I don't know, I say that in English. <laughs> that, That's all right. Yeah. It's something you can put, you put in outside. It's like a, a grill outside pretty much, you know, but they would do it like on two blocks, you know, and then they put something over it, I don't know, and then, what is those black things called? Um, that you mm-hmm. would, yeah, the carbon, but I don't know, it's, it's so like when you grill, you know, you put those little bread, mm-hmm. whatever you call like it. Like charcoal pans? Yeah, yeah so... They put those and then, oh my God, it was just, it was just really good. The rice obviously tasted different than when you make it on the stove, but it was just really good. And my grandma loved to make too much food because she say all the time, you don't know if somebody came to visit you, you always be ready for bring to them food. And that happened when the people come to that, came to the, to the restaurant and say, that's too much. Okay, but it's okay. You have more leftover for tomorrow. I'm, I'm happy for that. I imagine that's what most people said. I mean, the portions are big, but especially with that tripletta sandwich, which I want to get into later. But you haven't had it. My dad that's had it when we came God. in. So you seen that it was huge. Yes, my dad like prides himself on never taking food home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can't. Maybe I can count like four or five times in my life that I've seen mm-hmm. him get a doggy bag, he mm-hmm. eat half of it. You know what's funny, mom used to make them, and when I tell you, they're probably as big as these microphones. And I would say, like, that was the size. And this <laughs> legit. Yeah, that. these one now, it's huge. And, like, I used to love ordering it. And even when I used to work at Bank of the West by then, and everybody will order it, nobody will finish it. And I'm like, okay, I'm telling you, it wasn't that big. So I will finish the whole thing. And they're like, what? How can you eat that much? But this one, no. Uh, no, that one. no, it's huge. It's huge. Well, we're only like five minutes into this conversation, but there's something that I absolutely love in that we've talked about so many memories so far about, you know, many of you talking about growing up eating this stuff and remembering that that spit and Ellie mm-hmm. talking about cooking with your auntie and your mm-hmm. grandma. Like, I think we're getting a sense even early on why this food is so good it's because good. it's 
it's tied to memories and it's a part of you. You're not just, you're not cooking a recipe out of a book. You're cooking something that you grew up watching and then cooking yourself. And it's, it is a part of, like, and that sounds cliche to say, but it, it is a part of you, right? Um, a few weeks ago, um, there's like a, 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 a whole, the whole family was there. They visited me for the first time. They was in Puerto Rico a uh, long time, long time, around t- 13 years, what she say. And she say right away, you just remember my grandma. You just remember my grandma. And that make me happy because, like you say, I don't cook with recipe. I just cook with with my love, with love, with too much love because I, sometimes I say to the people in the kitchen, okay, let, let's try this. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, let's go try it. No, it's okay. Everybody try You like it? Okay, let's go. And that's it. Um, I love to make a play, to take time to the play, the decoration, the feel. I think if my kids go to my restaurant and don't feel like I'm, my mom food, I'm not doing my goal. Well, when she go, she say, and she always try. She always try. Always, <laughs> always. When mom is cooking something or trying some or like making something, a new dish or whatever, I'm like, you will not put that food out there unless I try. You know, like I have to try it. I have to make sure it's good, and and then you can put it out there. That's how we try to bring that, bring that in any play that people can remind something from our island. At our uh, from Puerto Rico for you when you were the childhood. When you were a kid, you know, in your childhood. Yeah, yeah. And you remember all that in just one play? It's awesome for me. Is that because the restaurant industry is extremely difficult? It's long hours, it's not a lot of money, it's dealing with sometimes great customers, sometimes not so great customers. It's dealing with bills, with leasing, with landlords. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of frustrations that come along with it. But is it those moments where you just, you get a chance to take somebody back or you get a chance to introduce somebody like me who's never had it before to something new and you get those comments, is that what makes it all worth it and what's you, what brings you back into the restaurant the next day? I mean, I feel good. I feel like, oh my God, I did it today. I don't know you guys are going to do it tomorrow, but I did it today. And I feel so good when you was there because um, nobody in my house know you. Nobody in the restaurant know you. I never saw you before. Um, when I trade you, I trade you like I trade everybody. Mm-hmm. Go to the restaurant. After that, I was running late for uh, a radio station because I have an interview in the radio station that day. Um, when I park in the parking lot, I received all the the tax in the phone. I say, oh my goodness, what? you guys was in the restaurant right now. I'm with you. I don't know that. And I call my mom, mom. Guy is here because something happened. I don't know because I don't read nothing before. And she said, and she say, yes, he is. He he's here. Oh, okay, okay. I need to stop. Oh my goodness. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean, yeah. That first post that I made about Ellie's and the subsequent ones kind of blew up. But that's because your food is so beautiful. Like it looks fantastic. You just see a picture of, you know, one of those split open empanadas or a giant, you know. Uh, goblet full of mafungo and fried pork on top and you're just like yes I want that I don't even necessarily know what it is yet I haven't I seen just, the menu I description just I just want to stick my hand in there it's and funny eat sometimes it. I see the reaction of people when I'm serving and well they come in there they don't know you know but there's other people already sitting down and then when I take the plates they're like 
oh my god look at that and i'm like ah oh, it is great and it smells so good so sometimes we you know people be walking by and they're like where's that smell come from you know so yeah. it's really good it's really good i i know that feeling very well i even last time i was in and i was like having a great meal and a server walked by with like a whole fried fish oh yeah and i was just like I want that too. Can I order? Can I order second lunch? Is that okay? I haven't had the fish yet. Damn, I'm kind of jealous because every time I come with my oldest daughter, my mom is like, "Can you want a fish?" And I'm like, "Why don't you offer me the fish?" You know. And if I ask, you probably like, "No, no, you're not gonna have it." But and another, and another place is uh, good to see when he's going to to the to the to the table is the pork uh, pork shop can can. Because it's so big like that. The Chinese rack. So it's a pork chop with, with the ribs. And it's so big like that. And it spreads the plate too. And it's crunchy. I mean, like, how many ounces are we talking here? It's around one or two pounds. Woo! Okay. When I tell you that thing is huge, it's huge. I don't want to say it's, it's big, but oh my God, it's pretty big. Pretty big. So one thing definitely noted coming into Ellie's, you will not be leaving hungry. You might be leaving with leftovers. You will not be leaving with stomach space. No, I don't know. No. And if you do, then you know what? You, you, it's time for you to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going back a couple minutes, I, I just, I so love what you brought up, Minnie, when you're talking about the decoration of the restaurant and what that represents. Because as someone who doesn't have that background, I mean, I, I look at those walls and I just see they're so brightly colored and I'm like, this place is fun. Like there's, it's alive, it's vibrant, but to know the history behind it, like that brings even more meaning to it. I think that's super cool that you guys did that. With the hurricane, they, they, Puerto Rico struggled a lot after that, especially because, I mean, I'm sure everybody's seen it in the, in the news. There was a lot of controversy when it comes to like the government uh, handling the help that they got, especially from, you know, from the United States. So a lot of people, so a lot of people, I remember, excuse me, the you gave me goosebumps just to talk about it because I remember seeing videos of people riding on the streets like SOS, like we need water, we need food. And, and you know, those are people that let's say you can actually see because people that actually live in the mountains, like I remember when we live up there, like there was days that we didn't have lights, there was days that we didn't have water. We had to go to the river and the little waterfall and, you know, it's it was that was the struggle, you know, but we eventually, thank God, made it where we are right now. Well, the people that couldn't, it's, it's just sucked for them, you know? And when they start getting back on their feet, because that's one thing I can really tell you about Puerto Rico, you know? And we are one, we, we exactly, like, you know, they never quit. We, we never quit. And we, we could struggle, but struggle, we know, is always temporary, you know? And, and they did that. They they got on back on their feet, and everybody started helping each other, painting the walls and in the streets. Like, when you go down the street, you see the houses and everything just painted like that, and it was... And towns, and all the, all the towns... After that, when he talk, uh, talking about the hurricane and everything, they uh, painting all the houses and the whole the whole street in different colors, and uh, and they in different uh, city they paint the chair the chair we have in the front of my restaurant, yeah. and that's a that's a proud for them because we did it one more time. They they um, stand up after the after the hurricane. And for me, it's so proud to put that chair in the front because we are here in Nebraska, but our heart, our family is over there. And we try to do the best we can to bring that moment to them too. That's really cool. I was wondering about the meaning of the chair, so I got my answer. And it's, it's really crazy because 
I remember a few years ago, uh, mom went to Florida with my fam, with their family or whatever, and my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter sent me a picture on a chair about looking almost like that, you know, and this guy, Carlos, mom told him, like, oh, I kind of want a chair like that, you know, and I'm sure mom was like, okay, I know he can make it, but it was, we did not know it was going to turn out that good, mm-hmm. and it's, Everybody that goes into the restaurant, either before or after, they got to take a picture. Take a picture. Yeah, and it's it's really good. It's really good, you know? Mm -hmm. Another thing that I think makes diners feel welcome immediately, even if they're visiting for the first time and barely know anything about the menu, is you come out and touch every table. I've, Mm -hmm. I've witnessed it, and I've heard from other people from secondhand accounts that say, yep, she comes out every table. You'll come out and say hi. You'll say, hey, is there anything... On, on the menu that I can explain to you, mm-hmm. any recommendations I can make. And then if you're not too busy, you usually come out later in the meal too and say, hey, how is everything? You know, it, it is there, yeah, how does it taste? Is there anything we can improve? Anything like that. That's incredible customer service, especially during really busy times. I imagine there's all kinds of stuff going on in the kitchen, but you come out and everything looks totally calm. Why is that such an important part of the Ellie's Chincharo experience to you? For me, so important because <clears throat> Chinchorro, Chinchorro means a family business in Puerto Rico, a small family business in Puerto Rico, and the whole family attend that all the customer. Like as you can see in, in Puerto Rico, the Chinchorro, the grandma in the back in the kitchen, the son is the, uh, the bartender, the the daughter-in-law is the server, the grandkids running, that the whole family can dancing, can drink, can eat, can play dominoes outside and enjoy everybody. And for me, it's so important because it's me, it's my family, it's, 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 I, it's part of me. The, be be grateful with the people because they don't know that most of the people they never know uh, eat Puerto Rican food, and they take your time, their time in her life, in their life to just risk her life to prove to taste something they never tried. And for me, it's so important to be grateful with the people, and I love that. I love that to to uh, try to when the people come back for a second time, I say. Hi, hi, how you doing? I remember you, yes, we we are here two weeks ago. I say, oh my gosh, I did it because somebody, sometimes I confused. But uh, I love it. I love to um, to to be grateful with uh, everybody go over there. Um, take care of them because they are, for me, they are not just the numbers. For me, they are customer. Um, we are here, we're still here because they. Hey there, listeners. We'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about certified Piedmontese. There are certain moments in your life that are so remarkable, you'll just never forget them. I distinctly remember the first time that I watched LeBron James play basketball and the first time I saw the original Star Wars. The sheer awe I had in those moments changed the way I look at basketball and movies, respectively, moving forward. The same goes to steak, thanks to certified Piedmontese. The rib cap at Casa Bovina is so rich, decadent, and fork tender that it is seared into my brain. But you don't have to dine at Casa Bovina to have that same life-changing experience. This beef is so delicious, even the average home cook can look like a superstar using these steaks, roasts, and ground beef. Trust me, I know from experience. Check out all the options on certifiedpiedmontese.com and use my promo code HOPPEN. H-O-P-P-E-N for 25% off your order. 
It's time to start creating new beef-centric memories that'll stay with you forever. And now, back to my guest. Now, we talked some about how cool of a moment it is for you when someone has been to Puerto Rico or they're from Puerto Rico and they come into your restaurant and they're like, this is, this is it. Like, this, this is that food or, you know, th- this is as close as I've had. But then there's a whole swath of people, probably more so, that were like me coming in for the first time, had never had it, didn't really have any idea what to expect, and it was like, this is my gateway to Puerto Rican food. If I have a great experience here, I'm going to I'm gonna want this for the rest of my life. Right. If I don't, I'm going to be like, ah, I don't know if I like Puerto Rican food. Right. But given every response that I've gotten, most people are on the, I love this, I'm dedicated to it side, like, mm-hmm. How meaningful is that to you guys, that something that is so important to you, something that's a part of you, like we talked about, you're the ones that's introducing so many people in Omaha to it for the first time. Like, if it weren't for you, I would not have eaten this food that's special to you. Like, how meaningful is that? Well, we got to be great. I tell you, I when we first got here, we got here in 2009, right? Eight or nine. Mom, I think mom was here before us, and then we stayed with grandma for a little bit in North Carolina until we were able to come here, you know? And then, and mom never thought she was going to end up cooking, I'm sure, you know? No. As the people say that you get the idea from Puerto Rico, no. I never thinking, I never came to Nebraska thinking I'm going to cook, just just in my house. But the situation in the life uh, is I go through to this way because in that moment, I lose my job here. I take five surgeries in my hands, and I can't work um, nothing. Um, lose my job and everything. I have two of my kids. I have four kids. I have two of my kids get a scholarship in Kansas, and they say, "Mom, we have a problem. <clears throat> we get the scholarship, but the thing is, we can we apply for the Fox and the Fox say we need to take a job, but the college say we can't uh, take a job because we need to practice." And I say, okay, I need to do something. And that's what everything started in that moment because I say, I need to do something for my kids. And I'm here. Uh, I was start to uh, making food illegal from my house. <laughs> <laughs> we can say that now because we're past delivery. that point. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. did. And delivery. Um, sometimes I I make 30 plates. I just uh, sell uh, five or 10 plates. On the next few weeks, I sold out all the delivery. I was um, making the food, making the delivery, come back to clean everything, and come back to the store to... That was the deal. Where they didn't get it by then, <laughs> you're not getting that deal. Like, <laughs> no. It was like a full plate when I tell you I'm sorry. It was a full plate, so you'll get like your main dish. It's like rice or whatever, and then your meat, and then you'll get your salad, and then you'll get your drink, okay? And it was over like 10, 12 bucks maybe. Yeah, and it was it was so it was sold out like this, like it was so good, and the people. Um, I I know that the people um don't know who are me or what I do, but the start they trying because it, that that moment I don't sell my place, I bring to the people free, and that way the people they start to try something new, and after that they call me for catering, they call me for different events, and the well I say. When I came here for the first time, I saw I go to the, um, I was going to the downtown and the bricks in the floor, and that looked like an old San Juan in Puerto Rico. Mm. I say, so I, 
that the only thing they need here in Nebraska is a Puerto Rican restaurant. Well, I never know what's me in that moment, okay? Um, and now I say, oh my goodness, thank you God for that because just, I said, I know, just God bring me that. Sometimes we think, my goodness, why why I need to pass for two hours? Um, why to go through all of this and struggle and this and that? And now I say, okay, thank you God because you learn me, you, you teach me everything I learn and we are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you had a quote um, that I want to read in another article I found. You said, on this road, one sheds tears. I remember the words of my grandfather telling me to do what I'm passionate about and do so well. So I decided uh, to do what I do best, and that's cook. So your first Instagram post is from 2014. Is that when you started this this venture? Mm-hmm. So we're talking, you're almost 10 years into this now. So like... I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what this looks like exactly in my head. Like when you decide I'm going to just start cooking and, and selling out of my home, like how do you get the word out to people? Was it first just friends and family? Was it, I, I know you mentioned you gave some meals away for free, but like, how do you get this business off the ground so people understand that, whoa, there's something really cool going on. The first, the first time when I can start to sell the place and everything, I received the help with the, for the my uh the father of my one of my granddaughters he is a barber and the owner of the building the the another um uh, beautician she helped me a lot because she she tried my food and she said my god honey you better need to uh, make a, a restaurant someday too and she believed in me and she spread the the she's the other words you know mm-hmm. normal people absolutely and because her too, one day I received an invitation for uh, Dandelion pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And that one opened the door so much for me. Yes, because um, the people, is not what just the Puerto Rican people. It's uh, another person who never tried Puerto Rican food, but they, they want to try something new and everything. And <clears throat> for that days, uh, I was rented the place just Saturdays, one Saturday in the month. And I bring uh, live music, uh, different plates, and the people dancing in the in the middle of the downtown over there, and that make happy the people. Even if they were not buying food, like they would just sit there and start dancing, and and it was great. I think we bring a little bit thinking the people thinking we are happy, we are happy, and just you know come here and just be happy for a few hours, few minutes, They'll take it out, everything that you have in your minds and enjoy the day, the the food, the ambience in the in the in the restaurant, the drinks and everything. And you mentioned your uh your barber was telling you like you need to open a restaurant. And this was back at, near the beginning. Mm-hmm. At what point did actually opening a restaurant open your mind enter your mind? Or, or at the beginning was it just like I just need I, I needed an income. I need some money. I'm just going to figure this out as I go. Like, what what was the long-term plan? Did you plan on having a restaurant? No. No, I say, and sometimes I say, okay, let's go to try a, a rent a kitchen. I tried to rent a kitchen three or four times, but that's not works. That's not work for me. I say, okay, uh, partners come. Oh, we can do a partners and we can make a, a big restaurant. And so something happened in the middle and... That's not work for me. I said the last time I say, okay, if you want uh, have a, you want me have a restaurant, bring me just for me, not for nobody, no no partner, nobody. 
just me, my, everything what I have in my mind. But I was full strength in the, in the row. I was full strength. I was crying. I say, okay, I don't want to um, make more plays. I don't want, because sometimes everything is stopping in, in your life and you don't know what is the, the, the royal failure. And I say, okay, let's stop. And I, one day I go to my family with my mom. I, I tried to bring my mom here. And I received a phone call and some, somebody called me and say, you're not looking for a place. I have a place for you. But no, it's not that one. It's another one. It's nine. It was in close to the coming street, close to the airport. And I rented that place and they don't bring me the place for two years. And I say, God, what's going on? I say, okay. And the singer, the, the bar, the beauty chan, Benita, she called me, hey. This place is only mio. It's uh, rented right now. I say, okay, no, that's too much for me. That rent is going to be so expensive because I was thinking the big one. And she said, no, you need to go because ASAP because uh, they have a uh, el the, the other one is small and you go go over there early. The same day I called the lady. I was my go up with my mom. Uh, we signed the papers in two or three days. I say, bingo, voila. Even mom, we actually went to Les Alemio a few times, and she met mom down there, and they were great. Like, they were great. They kept coming to the table, checking on the name, how the mm -hmm. plates were, you know. And we didn't even know they were close to retirement. We got into closing and all of that, yeah. And we got to be there. Manny, what was this whole experience like for you, especially, like, looking back now at just how beautiful this restaurant is and how built out it is and all these people are enjoying this food? going back almost 10 years ago to your mom's just cooking food in your kitchen and driving it out herself to whoever's buying it. Like, can you even comprehend that? I can even, I can even believe. I, I mean, I do believe it because I know mom, it's, she always accomplished everything she sets her mind to, but I can't believe how far she has gone. Like, and it's all on her own. Like, yeah, she got four kids and almost 10 grandkids. <laughs> But she's she's done everything others by herself, you know. And mom always used to say, like, I don't expect you guys to do a lot or whatever. Like, this is my dream, not you guys, you know. Sometimes I used I used to run my ass all the time, like, oh my god, here we go again. Because you don't get it, you know. You don't you don't get it unless it's your dream and it's you the one that wants it, you know. But and sometimes I used to tell her like, because it's 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 normal sometimes to like. You fantasize sometimes about something, you know, before it even starts and how it could go and what you would do and stuff that you sometimes even ruin it before it even begins instead of just letting it be, you know? And I seen mom cry the tears all, you know, like, I don't know, just because of frustration, you know, of happiness and all of that. And seeing the fact that she actually became this, have come this far and all on her own, it's just, you know, I quit my job to go work for her. <laughs> And I love it, you know, and everybody's like, oh, how's working with your mango? Well, my mom, she's going to yell at me, like, she's not going to yell at you like that, you know, so, <laughs> but I can take it, you know, so, but I love her, and just seeing her happy, and I have her drink come through, is just, it's awesome, it makes me, it makes me feel like I can do anything I want in my life, you know, so, I'm proud of her. I, I, I know um, the, we fool through some time for too many, too many scenes, but, uh, you are the first that the first person in the interview uh, who who let me know who looking everything and go back and you say in the uh, um, twelve uh, the fourteen 
And 10 years ago, I said, oh my goodness, I, you, you do your job. <laughs> I, I try. And you remember everything right now. I was thinking, you know, I'm so grateful with God. And I know that time, time, that time in God is perfect. And now sometimes I talk to my grandkids and, and for my kids say, now I know because everything stopped and that nothing happened in that moment now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I do my research because I, because I want to honor you guys. You guys are coming on the show. You're giving of your time. And I think it makes a better listening experience or a better watching experience for people if they're getting the full story. So, I mean, we haven't even talked about serving out of the nightclub. There was a Valentine's Day dinner at Red Lion Lounge. There was all kinds of stuff that you there. Okay, is that a, that looks like a story right there. Tell me about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Someday one a friend of mine told me, hey, um, what's that rehab? Rehab nightclub? Yes. Uh, Ellie, they have a, a small kitchen over there. Maybe if we ha- if we can talk with him, he can rent it for you a few days during the day because then I close just open the night. And Tommy is so good. It's a perfect person, good person. And he say, yes, let's go. And we're making uh, the WEPA days, WEPA party. WEPA party we're making over there, and that's so good. That, that moment I say, okay, we can do something good here. Yes, and the Red Lounge, uh, Red Lion, uh, Nick from the Dandelion, yes, he uh, he recommended uh, to me for one day over there, and we make it the uh, Valentine's Day. I bring live music on Elio Perez. It was so good, too. It's so loud. It was so. perfect for Valentine's because if you, I mean, it's called Red Lion Lounge for a, sec- for a reason. It's already in there. It's literally already. So imagine on Valentine's, and then it's lights. The lights are like, I don't know, it's kind of dark. Not dark, you know what I'm saying? But it's all red. So you got the neon. Red no, lights, yeah, it's, and it's beautiful. And you know, the plates were like all decorated, all nice. You get a wine bottle or something too. And you get to pick, you know, you have to obviously make a reservation, but you, you the reservation came with the actual, you know, with a, with a plate and then the wine or whatever. It was great, and then on top of that, obviously the bar's open, so after you drink whatever you got with the reservation, you can still drink. It was live music, the guy was singing, it, it was great. It was well, dancing, enjoy time, yes. It was great. Um, I, I'm happy when the people, I saw the people happy. Uh, that made me feel, you did it, Ellie. Mm-hmm. And after that, I don't know what happened after that. He's, he knows. <laughs> He's giving time. I, I want to talk a little bit more about the dandelion pop-up, because... That was kind of the first time where Ellie's came on my radar because I actually went to this event with some friends last summer called, it was the Omaha Burger Battle. And one of the competitors there was a was a cook. And I was talking to him after the whole thing was over, Nick Schaubert. Yes, I know. I was looking at his name. He's amazing. But I was talking to him and, and I was like, yeah, what do you got going the rest of the day? And he's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going down to Dandelion. There's some bomb Puerto Rican food happening. And I was just like, this guy's a cook. There's like hundreds of burgers all around him right now, and he's, he's leaving this <laughs> to go get food somewhere else, to go pay for food somewhere else. That's something legit. So just kind of tell me a little bit more about what that dandelion experience was like for you, and, and was it kind of like the launching point for you? Like clearly you had been on this progression, but you kind of talked about like that was where... That boom. Yes, that was the boom. Yes, <laughs> tell me about it. Yes, I'm, I'm so grateful with Nick because Nick opened the door for me so, so many, many times. And we start with that, Dan DeLeon, with, uh, not with Nick. Nick was in that moment associated with another girl, Christine, I think so. 
um, she for for her uh, we go over there. The first time was a Friday, and just for lunch, and uh, was so good. Um, everything is so good and everything. But the thing is, um, I'm hungry for something else because I saw the play that the place it looked like a plaza in Puerto Rico, and the people can go in and stay on the family, and they don't have a uh, need to dress or something. Just go over there. And I called uh, Nick and he say, and I export to him everything what I have in my mind. And he said, let's go. He said, yes, but the thing is, I don't want Friday. I want Saturday. Oh, nobody asking about Saturday. Now let's go try. Okay, but I'm not make sure you go to make money. No, that's okay. I forgot to take my social media to make the promotion and everything. Um, that, that long, um, the line, the line, and I was quite so long. When it was so long, it would go, it would go damn near all the whole, like, you know, the whole, that whole side of the block. And it was like, oh my God, people would just come in like, what is, what do, what are you guys selling? They would yell at us, what are you guys selling over there? That the line is so long. We're like, make the line, try it out. <laughs> and it was crazy because the mom, I just, I don't make it just one plate. I'm making around six or seven different plates the same day, everybody. And for people who haven't been to Dandelion, this is like the size of like a snack shack at like a little mm -hmm. baseball park. Yeah. It is not a big kitchen not, at all. This is to make six or seven dishes out of there. It is. It's a stove over there. No, we got it's a fryer. We got a warmer, big old warmer. And then we got a grill outside that mom always takes with her. And then we always, and then we got a cooler where they keep the drinks, you know. And we got I bring my fryer, the big fryer, the restaurant fryer. I bring them. Yeah, well, and my, you know, my my kids was tired too because they had, in that moment everybody have their own uh, jobs and everything, the family and everything. But I call them, hey, everybody, I have a I have a, a, a event oh, with work. Everybody, everybody goes over there. Yeah. You better go over there. And everybody need to help me every hour work at FedEx and then I was FedEx ground, okay? So you know, oh my god. And then I'll get out of FedEx maybe two, three o'clock. I had to go over there with mom, you know, and then so whoever which one of my siblings was there early, either they would leave or they would still stay. But imagine working all day and then coming to help mom and then at the end of the night carrying like putting everything away. Speaking of that grill, you put it on the back of the truck. Well, the thing is, when we're making the events, um, the Cinco de Mayo Festival and Papio Days, we are working around one week before because we need to make around pinchos, mm -hmm. around uh, 500, 700. Uh, the pinchos uh, are like the kebabs on the stick, or, or you know, if you see those. They, they, they need to do well. We need to be ready for that, for that event. You need to do it before. And the back and everything is, is a pain or everything. But, you know, now. On Papillion days, actually, we didn't have very much stuff to sell other than the pinchos and I think fry stuff. When I tell you we were supposed to be there, because I think they go Thursday to Saturday. I think Saturday or Friday. Sold out. Friday. I think Friday we did. We sold out everything. Like, people will go and hit a mom on Facebook. They call where you guys at. Like, mom's like, I sold out. Like, they're like, oh, you're not gonna make more. And I was like, no. Like I, I literally made enough to last me the whole weekend, and we sold out in two days. It was great. It was great. And mom paid for the tent to be there all weekend. <laughs> but it was great. It was. Great. It's like uh, the cinco, the first cinco de mayo festival we we did. Uh, I was crying, and she said, "Wow, stand up and go, go, go cook, go cook." And you later cry because 
I was worried about go to the Cinco de Mayo festival because everything was Mexican for me. I was thinking everything was a Mexican and I love Mexican food, the people and everything. But the thing is, I was thinking maybe they don't accept me or they don't, um, I go and I have to because it's different. It's different. It's not what you I'm said. so worried. I was so worried. But in that moment, I was cooking in the grill and the, the floor and my bag is from the front and my kids selling and I'm still cooking and say, mom, just look at And the line so blue. So worried about it and crying. And when I'm telling you the line was huge. Like, doesn't give me. Huge. I, it gets me because just to talk about it because just to remember, it was insane. I was like, mom, you were so worried and... And you know and the people say, I don't know what is the name. I just want the the meat on the stick or la carne en el palito. <laughs> Yo, okay, yeah. because okay. they know the pinches. Well, everybody goes to see the pinches this this summer in my restaurant because it's from it's um that's como como se dice eso from mi comienzo. It was one of her, you know, the stuff that had got her where she had, you know, in the beginning. So that helped her get on her feet. So I want to bring something for that. Yeah. We've talked a lot about just the struggles, the the steps that you had to take. This was not a linear process where it, it was just like a rising star. There was a lot that you had to go through. And I know we've only skimmed the surface. We have not talked about a lot of it. But I want to go to what I imagine was probably very stressful, but also a very incredible moment. And that's your first day open. So you you, you talk to the Lasole family, you you get this space leased, you get it designed like it, like the streets in Puerto Rico with the beautiful paintings, it's bright inside and everything. The door is open for the first time and Ellie's is open. What do you guys remember most about that day? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Because everybody was, uh, como estaban perdido? Everybody was lost. No. Everybody was lost. They, everybody knew what the role was and what they had to do and obviously, you know, they they done that before, but the play take uh, take it out around forty five minutes, and the people saw so that most of the people wait night because they know it's the first day. I was I was trying to make the reservation uh, the soft opening, but it's not was soft opening at all. Uh, was crazy, but I'm grateful because so so perfect every everything gone that thing that weekend. And I feel okay. I have a good response from people because the people was there in the in the soft opening. The most of the people know is not worth my my customers. It's a new people. I think you know. I was thinking. I'm nervous. I'm stressed. I'm sweating. Uh, oh no! It was a crazy, crazy day. But it was the beginning. Now the place stay 18, 15, 20 minutes in the in the range. Mm-hmm. It's that perfect, yeah, mm-hmm. what you're looking for at a nice sit-down restaurant. And I should I should have noted before, that was in November of 2022 that you guys opened. So, I mean, we're talking, as of recording right now, you guys have still only been open like six, seven months, mm-hmm. and it feels like your processes are down really well. Like I said, I mean, if there's anything going on back in the kitchen, you can't tell out in the dining room. At least I haven't been able to. Are there any dishes on the menu that have surprised you with, like, how customers have taken to them? So, like, maybe you put it on there because you really liked it or something, but now it's become, like, a fan favorite and it's selling a lot better than you expected? You know what? I think that people, because I'm Puerto Rican, but I think that people don't like too much the the white rice and the beans. 
And sometimes I need to make three different pots, the white rice, because gone so fast. Hey, why? Yeah, I have too many options in, in the menu. Yeah. And the people would like that all the most of the time, all the, the white rice, it's a simple menu. White rice and beans. Um they ask me, Oh, why you're being so good? Because my sister Mary was somebody let her know them. I say because um I never use uh canned beans because if my grandma was alive she can kill me. Because no. <laughs> you need to yeah, blend it. Blend it, okay. You need blend. to blend it and not blend them, um boil them and stuff. Blend it. Um so she's after the know how you say like Boil them, maybe mm-hmm. like like a pressure, like a pressure cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we know we don't mash the the beans. Uh, that's as simple for me for the people done because you can find any place here in Nebraska. Any place can make it making to you the beans, the whole beans, and that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've gone almost fifty minutes, and I haven't gotten a breakdown of the mofongo. <laughs> I, I need to break that trend right now. So for anyone who has not had mofongo before, it's fried plantains that are mashed up with uh, crunchy pork rinds, cilantro, and garlic sauce. Then they're paired with the meat of your choice, and they're served this awesome chicken broth that, like I said, you told me to dunk the mofongo inside of it, and that was just a total game changer. The way I do. What makes this dish special to you guys? For me, it's special because it's that... The traditional plate from Puerto Rico. You go, you, you don't never go to find this plate in in another place like a Puerto Rican style like that because we serve the the mofongo like a Puerto Rico with uh, uh, in Puerto Rico server like a wood a mortar. We put the for decoration, but that inspired because that we you can see anytime in Puerto Rico is the plantain leaf. Uh, in the top of the, in the bottom of the, of the mofongo. Um, most of the places in Puerto Rico, uh, they put in the osterizer, the plantain, to do, you know, too much because they need to do maybe 20 or 40 plates in the right away. But we don't. We mash it any plate right away the order because the and like they do it with yeah. yes maybe i'm going to be moscow <laughs> and all my the person who's uh, working with me in the kitchen everybody match them on everybody and it, for me it's so it's so special because everything is everything in that plate is traditional we uh making the the chicken broth every single day and for me, so is that the sauce we're making every week. And it's everything is the most of we can is handmade. I had someone not long ago actually talk about it and they were like, because they didn't know, okay, normally when you go to a restaurant, or I guess are used to going to a restaurant, you're used to waiting maybe 30 minutes for your food or so. And sometimes you, you go to the restaurant hungry, don't expect your food to be out in 10 minutes, you know, especially when it's fresh. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's made on the moment. So... I had people complain, you know, or be upset because they're waiting so long. But understand, like, we literally make everything on this spot for you. Like, when she tells you that she's mashing the plantains and the pork rinds, pork rinds together, like, we do all of that right there at the moment, you know, especially for your plate. Mom don't like, if you come with three people, she doesn't like to send you a plate so your paper won't get caught. No, she likes to do them all three at the same time. So can you imagine for three more fungos, mashing them at the same time so they can pull at the same time? Like, they're... The, the meat of it, like the pork chops and all that, they're fried right there at that moment, you know, so you can get it nice to your plate. So 
And uh, yes, it's, for me, it's so special. Everybody go to the restaurant and say, ask me, Ellie, what you recommend? I always say mofongo because that's just me. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. And I feel like the messier, the better. So, you know, as you say, put it on the, with the sauce and the chicken broth or whatever, or just dip it on the, the crackings. Yeah. Everything is the same. Yeah. It's so good. You, you bring up a great point, Minnie. Like, if somebody wants their meal out in 10 minutes, go down the street to Olive Garden. No, or they're using... Lady. They're using prepackaged ingredients. They're using jarred stuff. This is real. This yeah. is being made in the moment. And yeah, maybe you have to wait a little bit longer. But when you taste it, oh yeah, it's so worth it. It's worth it. Yes. Oh. No question. No question. Last week, that last week, no. Um, was a Saturday. Was a big table of fifteen. It's um, um, friends of my son, and they came from Kansas and say, um, I know they are so no fifty people. So fifty plates need to go outside this right away in the same time, because I, we can serve the the half and half. I, saw, I, I was, oh my goodness, we need to do something so fast, everybody do, blah, blah, blah. So, so fast, everybody. And when they get the plate, Ellie, come here, oh my goodness, that dessert all the time while we're waiting. I don't care, I can do that all, <laughs> another day. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's, really, it's really good, honestly. Mom don't work today, but I might make her go home and make me some. <laughs> Am I making you hungry right now? Yes, <laughs> you are. I'm making myself hungry. Yes, you are. They they try to they try to like as soon as I come in the kitchen, I'm telling you because they get there by eight in the morning to so I get everything ready. I don't get there until ten. But when I get there, especially the cook Willie, like he he hosts more cooking back there. Oh my god, he it's funny. He sees me. He's like, "Hurry up, everybody, go ahead, hide the pot." I got many hours. Like that is not okay. And I know that. Another point to uh. I like it in the restaurant is um, the most of the restaurant in Puerto Rico because my auntie uh, working in some restaurant in Puerto Rico and they freeze uh, the most of the steam. But right right now, until now, I can say my empanada, the alcapurias, nothing of that go by freeze. We're doing like a mañana, we like a mañana. Like tomorrow, uh, we uh, go to the restaurant early, we make everything be ready for the week but and that's that taste so fresh to everybody and for me that's it's great the perfect oh. way and so me adam fungo last time and you gotta go again let me see what else i can tell you that the tripleta sandwich if you think you can handle it because you're that good in it you might not <laughs> it is literally that big and it has the three meats inside of it and it's instead of tomatoes like it's you gotta try the fries what is it called uh, la papa frita con toda la carne it's like tripleta fries. Papa it's papa pleta, but it's like a trip. It's like just a tripleta without the bread, just but it's just the fries. Oh my god! <laughs> it's one in one plate. <laughs> none of these places out here, I gotta tell you, none of these places out here that sell these super fries cannot compare. Like I'm telling you, these fries are something else, something else. All right, we're running up against the clock here on time, but there's one last question that I have to ask you. Because in multiple interviews that you've done previously, especially with TV stations, they they ask you about the food and, and you'll break it down a little bit. You'll you'll talk about it and then you say and then you take a bite and you get the boom. <laughs> That's my power reward. And and I understand that because I remember taking that first bite and just being like, I've never <laughs> had anything like this before. My palate has no idea what to do because not only is this food like expertly prepared, but it's just this is outside of my realm of even knowing what it is. Thank you. So when you when you tell people that like get ready to experience the boom, 
what is the boom? What should they be preparing for when they come to Ellie's for the that, first time? The different flavors in their mouth. The different flavor because uh, a lot of people put different sauce in their food and that that take it out the flavor of the food because you put on a, a sauce or cheese or, or ketchup. My grandkids love to put ketchup in my food and say, Come on, they say, oh my gosh, she would not let you know. <laughs> you, would you want to put ketchup? Okay, just taste before in the right way, and then you put any sauce. And that's the reason I say, you got, you ready for the boom because all the flavor in your mouth is going to be so perfect for me. I want to bring them the things and the, the same sensation what I have I, uh, anytime when I eat my food because I don't like it, I don't go to all my food. And they, a lot of people don't know about different flavors. But that's that taste is something different to salt and pepper. Oh yeah, because it's not salt and pepper. They have oregano, they have garlic, they have cilantro, they have adobo, they have so many sofrito. That's a something we the Puerto Rican people we make it for any place. And it's two different flavor when you uh, uh, mix all the flavors in in a one. Um, ¿Cómo se dice? Yeah. Bye. You go. You go to have your boom. <laughs> it's great and honestly that's not even there's so much stuff that are not in the menu that are coming especially when seasons like Christmas or whatever you know um, holidays come in like you guys are not ready <laughs> I'm not ready but I want I want to be ready Mama, always just water you I'm mean, just thinking about it so we're gonna have to see you there again so and that's for the coquito shot it's okay, gonna get a coquito shot mom makes it so. to get a coquito it's a, a liqueur we have we making in in Puerto Rico, especially for Christmas. But in the restaurant we have for the also for any time, and it's so good. it's great. It's got it's the base is coconut. Okay. It's like this kind of similar to like eggnog or something like that. Okay. But not normally a big eggnog fan. But if anyone's uh, going either. to sell me um, something similar to eggnog, I think it would be you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not either, honestly, but. I'm telling you, I will just watch that. Like, if mom makes coquito, I have to try I have to try it. If don't have egg, that's okay. It doesn't have egg, yeah. But she's kind of like egg, not great. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. Oh, you just got to try it so you know. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's just kind of how everything is at Ellie's. You just have to try it mm-hmm. so you know because you do experience that boom. And listeners, this this is that time where I, I tell you, you got to come into this place. Like, definitely, if you're not super adventurous, Come and get some empanadas. Like, these are the best empanadas I've ever had. They're crispy. I mean, like, I remember biting into it. Like, I feel like someone across the room could have heard me bite it. It's so crispy. But get the mafungo. Get the tripletta sandwich. Get the giant fried fish. Get anything you want on the menu. I guarantee it's going to be made fresh. It's going to be full of flavor. And you get to see Ellie. And maybe many, too, if you're lucky. So, um... You guys, thank you so much for coming on the show, for giving me the time today. I seriously appreciate it so, so much. Invitation, and we hope to see you. I'm sure we're going to see you again at the restaurant. You will see me again at the restaurant. I'm already making plans with <laughs> as we speak. I don't know if you tried that. I meet your, I think your niece. I think I meet your cousin or your niece. Maybe a cousin. I don't know. She came from Colorado. Oh, yeah, Hannah. <laughs> she was in the restaurant. Hey, Hannah, I miss you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to her wedding in a couple of days. Oh, really? Yeah, what she's saying, she's saying, she's saying, because that, I was going to the to the tables, and she, as, as you always asking how you know about us, about me, and she say because my cousin, 
because my I, I saw the podcast of my cousin. Uh, I, I'm here. You. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm glad that she got a great meal. See, do you see people? She remembers every customer. Do you, do you think this person cares about food? She definitely cares. She really does. <laughs> Sometimes I have to be like, Mom, come to the kitchen. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I've, I'm still got to say hi to that table. I need to do it. I need to do it. So good. Because, yep, you cannot stop her. She got to do it before she even goes take care of back of the place. Okay, well, I need to let you guys go get some rest before service tomorrow, or maybe you need to go make more food for Minnie. I don't know what's no, happening after not today. <laughs> not today. But, guys, thank you so much for coming. This was truly special. I had a great time. And Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with us. A Huda Media Production.